This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. This is the last show we are going to be doing of 2018. I think the real, for me personally, I think the really special thing about doing this show this year is all the incredible people that we've got to have on the show, all the incredible people that I've been fortunate enough to meet. And I also like to think that of all the guests that we've had, I've actually become quite close friends with some of our guests that we've had on the show. And I'm really, really proud to say that uh, for today's show, I'm joined by four very, very special guests that we have had on the show already this year. Um, And to start this off, I'm joined in the studio by the lovely Jamie Windust. Oh, hi. Hi. Back again. <laughs> Can't get rid of you. <laughs> and the, I was going to say the even lovelier, how rude of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> the equally <laughs> lovely Andrea Di Giovanni. Hi everybody, she's back, back, back again. Oh no, I didn't turn your mic on. It shows that I really don't love you, doesn't it? You really don't love me. There we go. Now <laughs> I love back you. Back again. <laughs> so how how are you guys doing? How is how has this year been for you so far? It's been a bit of a of a roller coaster. Yeah. Everyone, whenever people ask that, I'm just like I'm just riding the wave. Mm-hmm. I'll stay at top of the wave. If I crash off the wave, you'll see me fall through the sky that's where i'm at if you fell through the sky there'd be a lot of glitter and sequins all (laughs) over the place i feel everywhere (laughs) um but no yeah it's been amazing it's been really like coming back it's really nice to kind of think when i was first here and kind of to plot the the things that have happened since so Mm. it's a nice milestone to be back well i think i think that's the incredible thing about having you both here right now is that when you both came in you were both kind of you know starting out on new projects and Mm. new exciting things and seeing how far you've come and how much you've grown and even what's it been six months maybe since you were both in here Mm. um so jamie obviously you had just launched um fruitcake magazine when you were here and now that's been everywhere i can't i can't move for seeing (laughs) that bloody magazine yeah and i i mean andrea's in it Oh, this is how you met? Yes. Yes. Oh. We now live yes. spookily close to each other, don't we? Yeah, we bump into each other every time. All the time. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's gone really well. And I'm just now like, uni's out the way and I'm just flying on my own accord, which is a hilarious way to live. It's a very millennial way to live. So it's, it's a, n- a nerve-wracking way to live, surely, it's now and then. Stressful way to Stress, live. Stressful <laughs> way to live. But it's great. And, and and you, Andrea, and uh, when you came in, you were talking about doing your music. And I think, wh- did you just release your new song? Yeah, was it an EP or was it a song? No, I think it was a single. Single, yeah. yeah. yeah I released a single. And from honestly, from there on, so many things have happened. I managed to get featured in Best Feed, Clash Magazine, Gay Times as well. Performed at Pride in London main stage, which yeah. was absolutely great. And also, mm. I got my first print magazine with Jamie over here, which ding. was such like a <laughs> to do which is so so great and there's so much coming for next year i'm so so excited i've got some new music coming end of january then end of february and in march so every four weeks i'm going to be releasing some music oh Woo! that's incredible yes. that, that's yes. a lot yes that but is... been working for the longest time it's, it's never mm. easy when you have to sort of like step back a moment sort of like let your team do what they're good at because obviously i've been doing it diy most of the time so i always knew what i was going to release when that was going to happen this time instead like my team was like let us work and I was like I hate you <laughs> it's, like, it's terrible because it's that moment where you sort of like sit back 
and have to wait. Yeah. Which is great. Sometimes you have to do that because it also makes you see new strategy or makes you see things in a slightly different way than mm. you were doing before. But definitely I'm so 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 excited. I cannot wait. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for you. Um I feel I feel like I owe you a minor apology as well. <laughs> um because when you were in here last and if you go back and listen to the to the episode where you were on last, I, I promised you about 15 times that I would be front row and center for your performance at Pride in London. Um, I, w- I was not front row and center. I don't think I was anywhere near the vicinity. Um, I had a few too many beverages and got carried away with myself, which is a pretty standard behavior. So good. We love you anyway. That's good. But, but I have loved, and I mean, again, for both of you, I have loved seeing everything. And I think one really exciting thing for me, Andrea, was I follow a, a Spotify playlist it's a huge spotify playlist called out now yeah and it features you know lgbt plus um musicians from all over the world and you were just basically stuck in there forever and yeah (laughs) i think you're still in there there. i'm still in there yeah Yeah. that was so great honestly i was gagged when that happened i was (laughs) like i literally like phoned my manager i was like (laughs) i got totally crazy and especially because it's good to see some italian representation as well from my country there's Mm. not many people out there doing it yeah and the government is quite conservative and far right wing at the moment so it was so great to see that you know somebody that comes literally from nothing and working 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 hard at the end of the day you still can get there and i think that's such an important message to say to all the other people out there Mm -hmm. it's not about labels so much anymore Mm -hmm. you can do great music by yourself you can connect with great people you know such as jamie and then start to these collaborations and then you know sort of like support each other so much that then we both succeed yeah i i I, and i love that especially about you know the queer community a lot of the time i Mm. I do feel like we are a family and you know the fact that you two have been collaborating you've both been on the show (laughs) etc like i feel like there's, it's incestuous, but in a good way. Yes. Like good yes. incest. That's yes. not a thing. That's, yeah. Don't say good incest on the radio, Callum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we do have a button in the studio that I'm supposed to press if I say anything that I'm not supposed to say. So <laughs> let's see if we can get to the end of the show <laughs> without pressing that button. Um, you both were telling me that you have exciting things for the new year. And I know you probably want to keep a lot of that under your hat but <laughs> jamie is there anything that you can share as of, as of yet anything bubbling away um the only big thing the big thing that i'm doing next year for lgbt history month is i'm doing Ooh. a speaking tour Ooh. which sounds very official but it's also not because it's me and i <laughs> <laughs> everyone whenever i get booked to do speaking i'm always like my only questions are can i swear and can i chat awfulness yes well yeah. well you definitely at home here at foobar then thank you You're correct <laughs> you taught me well so yeah that's going on in february so i'm going around like universities brands kind of organizations that need a bit of um kick up the ass that's incredible wow. um and- which is going to be hilarious and and because it's for LGBT plus history month, will it have like a slant on that? Like, will you be talking yeah. about like non-binary people throughout history? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And talking about kind of the things that a lot of it's good to speak to young people because a lot of young people sometimes, especially in the queer community, get on board with what's happening right now, but they don't necessarily look back and think, how did we get here? So I'm just gonna educate the children a I bit. I love it. Um, Children educating children. How do you you feel about when... uh, I I kind of feel like there's this thing. Whenever we're we're talking to younger people about anything queer, anything LGBT+, I feel like there's this massive, like, panic. Everybody go... Mm. And, you know, I think it's Mm. probably a lot to do with, like, the over-sexualization of LGBT plus people. You know, whenever we try to talk about anything, even the most harmless, inoffensive thing, you know, Mm. two people loving each other or a person expressing themselves, people freak the hell out. Mm. Um, 
what, what do you think about that? Yeah, because last time when we were on, it was just... It was literally the day Genderquake was about to, oh, to go yes, out. Oh, yes, yeah. And actually, last night I watched a programme on that channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, that channel, sure. <laughs> about, it was about trans children. And the whole programme was just kind of focused on, like you say, the fear-mongering and the kind of terror that p- these people have about trans children when mm. it's absolutely, you know, not scary to have a trans child. Um, I was having a conversation with the other day about what to get, like, young children for Christmas. And I was like, oh, I know an amazing, like, author who does same-sex children's books. And they were like, oh, it's a bit... It's a bit much, isn't it? Oh, for God's sake. They were like, oh, they were like do you not think it's going to be a bit explicit? I was like, well, this children's book's not going to contain anal, so it's... Yeah, right. <laughs> I, think, right? I think it's fine. I think it's probably okay. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Jesus Christ. I, w- I was going to dive into the whole GRA reform thing yeah. this year um, because I have so much to say about that. Uh, mm-hmm. d- very quickly, I'm interested, d- did you get any kind of hate or abuse around that? Because I even tried speaking out, you know, as a cis man, I, I mm. just tried speaking about it and yeah. I got flooded with transphobic comments. Yeah. Um, I, do you know what I did? I got quite a few because I wrote about it for like the press. Sure. It was kind of people who want in my immediate circles who would then attack it um but i th- i'm pretty sure that they the government are doing another one in january specifically for non-binary people yeah because they receive such a huge influx of non-binary people in the huge gra that they're like right we need to do something with this separate yeah yeah so hopefully it's gonna actually accumulate to something um but yeah the t- at that time especially for like trans press it was a very turbulent kind of jungle mm. well i feel i feel like in general the past couple of years the, the press in general has yeah. been a bit of a jungle yeah absolutely um, <laughs> wild wild yeah. and andrea i know you already mentioned you're going to be releasing what was it, a song every four weeks yes oh, that, that's insane yes. um <laughs> aside from that enormous project do you have anything else exciting coming up um yes i have a great interview i cannot tell you where Ooh. but it's but it's quite a big radio station Ooh. so which i'm going to be talking about heteronormative stuff within the industry amazing and also sort of like starting to give back a bit to our trans community within our community because that's one of my points it's actually one of my first songs i can say that it contains a sample from one of the four mothers of stonewall mm. and mm. and the message that i'm basically trying to say that is that. that it's about time that we give back to the trans community because sometimes especially cis white gay men tend to forget that the reason why they can live their life so freely is because those people, people were there fighting for mm. them and Absolutely. sometimes I feel this goes really it, even the media doesn't really focus much on that mm. and it's more about you know I, I see a lot of like again hate it's negative it's negative press when it's there uh, and it doesn't do any good and then especially if you look into the European sort of like section of things there's no talk whatsoever and even when I'm back home in Italy and I try to sort of like bring the concept to my family and friends it's so hard and it finds a lot of resistance mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's the problem is it's core of, of course when you go into European countries and stuff religion is a huge matter over yeah, there definitely. Um, and especially Catholic religion when it comes to Italy uh, so it's all very binary and actually everything changed even when it comes to it changed when those people those missionaries went around and starting to preaching things because right before that I come from classical studies so late in an ancient Greece like those people Everyone were was, wild they were all yeah, like people yeah. were, tearing at each they other they were wild Bath I mean house. exactly they, they had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> and they were quite public with it as well because yeah. I uh, translated loads of stuff. So you know what I mean? It's about, I feel like it's about time that we give back. 
I, again, I, to the trans I, community. I, I think that is such an incredible testament to both of your characters that I've I've asked you about, you know, what you two have planned for the next year. And, mm. and both of you have told me that you've got these amazing projects that aren't, you know, just about yourself. They're about, you know, raising up other people, talking about other people, giving other people a platform. And I mm. think that is so unbelievably important. Um, and you've actually given me the perfect segue because that <laughs> right. is what we're going to be discussing with Michelle and Alexis in just a moment. So we are going to have you guys come back in and join us for a little bit of fun um, wow. later on. Um, but I've got one last little treat for you guys, Ooh. and that's we're going to be playing a little bit of your song, Yay! Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also you're trying to get 100,000 yes. plays on Spotify. Yes. Yes, so I'll do it because it's my shower song. Is yeah. it? Is it? Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> so, in a weird way, but. It's <laughs> so this is Shame Resurrection, and if you do like this song, and I know you are going to love it, do go and stream it on Spotify afterwards to death. Stream it to death. <laughs> this is Shame Resurrection by Andrea Di Giovanni. I'm now joined by the absolutely beautiful Michelle Elman and the also beautiful. I kept, I keep almost like saying one of you is more beautiful than the other. That's not a I, nice thing true. to say. <laughs> it's true. One of us has been on a 24-hour flight from Australia. Uh, and one and of us has been on a train from Manchester. You've both travelled here. Um, yeah, and we have Alexis Court here as well. Um, I wanted to pick up a conversation that I was just having with Jamie and Andrea um, and that is about kind of using our platforms and using our voices to give other people a platform you know I feel like all of us here are a, min a minority in some way um, but I think even if you are a minority there are other minority groups that we need to look after and it's about looking after not just yourself and your people I guess but everybody um michelle i think you you did you talked about this on instagram recently yeah actually the reason behind that post was i was getting really annoyed with a lot of thin white straight cis um bloggers retweeting about diversity and like doing posts and then getting loads of retweets being like yeah no like we should be diverse and i'm like i bet when you get invited on a panel you don't check whether it's an all-white panel or yeah. you check whether if it's a fashion panel there should be a plus woman on the panel and they don't check that um and it's just annoying when they get so much praise for it online and so what i was saying is like from a practical perspective if you get asked to be on a panel check there's a woman of color check there are different people of different like gender identities check that just check that it's diverse and that it's not on um the diverse people to make sure that there is diversity and I think that's the problem as well is that I've had so much criticism going on panels and people being like well why didn't you make sure there was a black woman on the panel and I was like because sometimes when I turn down events and that's what I used to do I turn down events if I feel like the token that's mm -hmm. what I used to do like two years ago they replace me with a thinner version they replace me with a whiter version or they go ahead without me and then it's an all white all thin panel so I stopped declining them and started saying yes to them and then on the stage I will actually be like like for example there should be disability represented on this panel and I'll that's say really things like good. that that's, br that's but, brave as well I think well it, it, it's a risk because it means I might not get hired back and I know that and I know I'm taking that risk but at the same time if you've hired me you know that's what I stand for yeah absolutely I, I, I and I do I, I think it's really I think I've been you know guilty of this in the past where I've I've not I've not done my due diligence I guess and not looked into who the other panelists etc are and then turned up and realized oh I'm on an, a panel entirely of white people or a panel of entirely men or 
you know, cis not, people or whatever it is. I'm not perfect either. And I did say that in the post. Like, I'm not perfect either. Some people pull out. Some people. Sometimes you get emailed that you're going to be on a panel with two other people and then you turn up on the panel, it's five different people. Hmm. Things like that happen. And being this side of the industry, we all know that stuff happens. But it's actually not too late to mention it once you're already there. And like I hate, I hated that part of it because I was like, I know people are going to go back and look at my panels, and I was like, oh well, you're the only woman of color there, you're the only plus person there, and it's because I like didn't check, and sometimes I don't, sometimes in a rush I didn't check, like that's on me. But at the same time, you can then pull someone to the side at an event, be like, hey, I noticed there's not much diversity in the room, like you might want to fix that for your next event, and it doesn't need to be confrontational or combative. Can just suggest it, and hopefully, if they're good at their job, they'll do something about it. Totally. And and Alexis, you must—I uh, mean, with your community, for instance, because you—I know you go to such lengths to make sure that that's inclusive and diverse. Yeah. So when I was so as part of my podcast, we did um, five live shows in London where we had um, yeah panel discussions where we were looking at big topics, and it was it was difficult. But I'm really pleased to say that we had total gender and racial equality mm. yeah. on there. And it wasn't just a case of like, oh, well, take that box. It was, it's because if you have everybody who comes from the same background, who has the same lived experience, you get the same conversation yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And I think that's what we're, we're guilty of as a society of kind of like sticking to the same repeated and safe scripted conversations around things. So if we look at panels around diversity in the city it it easily goes to gender diversity because yeah that's the easiest safe space because then the majority of white people who work in the city can be like oh yes we should have more women in the workplaces well actually what about people from different economic backgrounds what yeah. about people from yeah different mm -hmm. racial backgrounds what about people from sexuality what about people with disability and it's just trying to expand your understanding we've only got like one shot at this life yeah. and if you're literally just reading the same story and listening to the same story over Absolutely. and over again what why but also when it comes to social media if you get the same um influences or the same type of influences you're getting hmm. the same audiences and that's the other thing that people like it's just uh, bad sense when it comes to like businesses because I'm like you're getting the same audience like they're more likely to be following very similar looking people if you branch out to different looking people you'll get different audiences and also I think well the algorithm and the companies that behind <laughs> all these things yeah. they do want us all to just follow the same people yeah and so that's why you have to make a real conscious decision to not just look at that recommended page yeah. because it's going to recommend you people that you already like or the people that you're similar to who you ever follow hmm. and you're not going to get any new and external influences here and I talked about this a little bit when I was on the show last time yeah. but I think that's how we've ended up in such a polarised and segregated society if yeah. you look at how the world is, is going people are moving further apart from one another and it's because we end up in these little like Little echo chambers. <laughs> absolutely. In these echo chambers, like whatever political party you belong to, anytime there's an election, you're convinced that your political party is going to win because everyone, everyone around you know is saying, oh, yeah, yeah went yeah. out and voted for whoever they are you, you voted for. Because that's your echo chamber and that's what the algorithm wants you to believe. I actually saw something today because obviously there's a lot of stuff in politics happening today. And I saw someone tweet um, out being like, oh, I feel sorry for um, Theresa May. 
and then ended up deleting it because she was getting so much hate for it and she wasn't part I of the I think concern. I liked that tweet. Yeah, and it I got deleted because she was like... And I was like, that's so sad that, like... She wasn't even saying she agrees with the party or that she's part of the party. In fact, she was saying that she, she actually did say she wasn't, but that she just had sympathy for her as a human and as a person. It's a difficult job yeah, what she's trying to do. Yeah, and it is Absolutely. a difficult job. No one would want that I mean, that she job. has also been personally responsible for the Windrush scandal, for the like degradation and death of lots and lots of people with disabilities. The so thing is, I have minimal sympathy for her, the, but I understand the sentiment behind the, it. The, thing of that mm-hmm. the point, the point wasn't... actually wanted to yes, tweet that and yeah, that she yeah. removed her opinion because and we censor ourselves yeah. and again but this is the thing where people we have this horrible call out and cancel culture mm. and that's just making people learn less because everybody is so concerned with having to say the right thing for fear of misstepping and getting mm. called out or shamed or publicly attacked that no one's prepared to make mistakes are, or prepared to say that they don't know anything and say we stop learning. There are so many conversations that I want to have online all the time. Often, you know, something it may be rooted in my own miseducation, my own ignorance, for instance. And it, it, it's not necessarily down to me not doing the research. I might, you know, compli- uh, topics aren't black and white, you know. There's a lot of grey area and sometimes I'm like, I'd really love to open this question up to my community and have a conversation about it. But I'm like, you know, when things borderline on the controversial or the, you know, problematic, as people love to say, you're often unable to have those conversations. And I, and I think call-out culture, cancel culture, is responsible for that. It's stopping people having a dialogue. And I think there's... A- <laughs> Twitter has been great and social media has been great for educating people and giving people a platform to be outspoken and share things. But also I think it's, and I say this as a young person still, I think it's given us a lot of young people an arrogance where we're actually like, we really don't know as much as we think we do. And sometimes we need to actually allow people to make those mistakes. And I think there's a real immaturity to seeing all arguments as right or wrong as black and white because that's not how the world works if you are always waiting for something to be 100% perfect you're never going to get improvement totally. that's not how the world works and as a young person I also think there's entitlement as well yes. that you deserve to have an opinion on everything and that your opinion deserves to be heard when actually you can literally just scroll past the post unless someone's saying like something racist or like I would say interview it intervene but if you just disagree you can just scroll past it and not leave that comment yeah absolutely. Um, and also i think this cancel culture means we're like from a confidence perspective and self-esteem perspective means we're un- more unforgiving on ourselves Hugely. so when you screw up or you make a mistake you're like oh no like i'm the worst person in the world and it's like well that's how you're treating everyone else when everyone else is screwing up so no wonder you're treating yourself the same way mm. I, I, i've seen some incredible like you know, who, whoever they are, whatever they're passionate about, people who are, you know, going out there doing charitable work, doing great work, doing stuff that they think matters, trying to raise other people up. And then those people making a little mistake, you know, stumbling along the way and then being torn apart by it. And it's like all you've done is stopped that person doing their work, which was actually benefiting us all. Yeah. And you've decided to cancel them because they tweeted something in 2009 that may have been slightly offensive. But again, yeah. people forget the context of, you know, yes. how much time and but ch- also has changed. People- forget that you don't know everything so I have a few friends who work in like shelters behind the scenes they don't talk about it on their page which I actually think is a good thing because it's Mm. like you should be doing it 
almost for the right reasons rather than being praised mm-hmm. for it. But because they don't talk about it on their page, they just get slammed for not like doing this and doing that. And mm. I'm like, you don't know their whole life. Yes. That's a very good point. Yeah, I rem- back in the days when I was on Twitter, um, when the Serial Killers Cafe opened up on Brick Lane, loads of people piled in on it saying, this is gentrification, this was terrible, this is awful. Yeah. And I was kind of like, this is an independent company owned by two gay twins who are self-starters from Belfast who've raised this money themselves. They haven't inherited money from their parents. They're paying their taxes. They're paying the London wage. How is that terrible? Why are you going and protesting that? There is a pret down the road. There is Barclay Cards <laughs> yeah, like, office around the corner. Battles, yeah. They are tax-dodging companies. Why are you targeting this? And it's because Absolutely. it's trendy. Yeah. But this one woman singled me out and started having a go at me. I was like... Well, there's I, always one isn't but there it, but, but it, <laughs> I was like no why can't you can support this independent business she was like why aren't you supported like why you, what do you know about this I was like mm. well hang on I, I live five minutes down the road yeah. and I have lived in this area for, for eight years and also I work for a charity that's also in this area like you don't yeah, like, you, I'm yeah. not the person that you're trying to make out but again because we can't see everything online yeah. and we love to pretend that everything is black and white it's very easy to paint someone else's other as this bogeyman rather than going, you know what, I've probably got quite a few things in common with them. But also, once you even get into the conversation of trying to justify your existence by being like, but I work for a charity, it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, yeah. Why am I having to tell you this yeah. private information that I would no- normally not share online just to show I'm not a bad person? Yeah, I mean, I actually didn't even mention it because it's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, because that degrades. It's a losing battle once you have. Yeah, yeah, nobody wins online battles. No. It is just a race to the bottom. Yeah. Like, this this is all so interesting and so important, and I hate to cut you both off. But you want to talk about Christmas? Sorry, I've even got my festive cardigan on. It's time to do another changeover. Um, yeah, Alexis, you've had too much mic time. We're, we're, we're cutting you off. <laughs> Fine, just me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, that was all very, very insightful, very interesting stuff. Um, but it's time, it's time for a game. Oh, it's, it's yeah, oh, I was terrible at um, that game last time. I, I came I'm, on. I'm kicking you oh, out, Alexis. You, do, you don't get to play. I'm afraid. I was oh. really I was sorry. Um, let's <laughs> let, let's have a little bit of music and let's let's have a little bit of Christmas music. So this is a bit of Last Christmas by Wham. There was a little bit of Last Christmas by Wham. Love a bit, love a bit of George Michael. Yeah. Uh, I've got Andrea back, and Bang. Michelle is still here. I am. Can't shift her. Told her to leave. She refused. So <laughs> still with her. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of Porn or Not Porn, and as it is coming up to Christmas, this is a Christmas-themed Porn or Not Porn. At least I think so. I've not actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, ju- I just assumed. I knew. I knew my producers would have done that. Uh, so we are doing Christmas-themed Porn or Not Porn. I'm just going to remind you both of the rules and for our lovely listeners as well. oh I'm being told it's Christmas movies they've put it in bold for me because I don't listen um, <laughs> Christmas movies theme um, so yes for any listeners who do not know how this game works uh, I have five sound clips here some of them have been taken from Christmas movies and some have been taken from porn I'm going to pit the two of you against each other yeah, like, I want a fight I, like, I thought you were going to protest and you're like no we're down we're down yeah, and I'm and I'm going to join in as well because I don't know the answers either. Yes. So this is a, a this is a three way fight situation. Perfect. Whoever wins gets the prize, which doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> let's just jump right in. Here is our first porn or not porn. 
Ooh, squelchy, squelchy. <laughs> that yeah. was squelchy, really squelchy. quick. Can right. I get it again? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. See, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I thinking even like. I would say that was squelchy. That's like walking down the street in England with rain. Right? <laughs> oh, do you think? <laughs> yeah. I got a little bit of a squelch. Yeah, I'm confused now. At the now. end. There's the... Yeah, there's a kind of I mean, that vibe. could be a very slobbery kiss. That's true. But true. it could also be stepping in a puddle. I was... Exactly. I, I was, yeah, it could I be was, like walking down to like yeah. the sea. I was thinking like Home Alone, you know, when he like makes all the traps and stuff. I was thinking like something like that. I know I'm going a bit in depth. <laughs> well, like a pool? Yeah. Oh, it could be any number of things. Right. I'm going Christmas movie. So I'm, I'm going Christmas movie. I'm going porn, you know. Oh. Why not? Let's be different. Andrea. <laughs> okay, so Michelle and I are saying Christmas movies. Yes. Andrea is saying porn. Answers, please, lovely producers. It is not porn. Damn. Damn. This is from Christmas with the Cranks. Luther is struggling to eat because his face is so frozen after he got a lot of Botox. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. I've not neither. seen it either. No idea. Um, but you're a point down, Andrea. Oh. Oh. See, not I easy, told you, it's slobbery kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but like with My food. mind is to dirty, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next one is. Let's keep it classy. <laughs> 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 Enjoyed that one, did you? <laughs> Let's keep it classy. Let's have that again. Let's keep it classy. I guess it has to be a Christmas movie. No, 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 no this is a trick. Not. This is porn. Exactly, this is porn. Yeah. Like no, 100% I think, down. I think it's obviously porn, and I'm thinking, oh no, right. so, no. so they're trying to do a double bluff on no, us. No, no. So you, uh, you, you two are saying porn. Yeah, no, I'm saying, didn't. I'm saying Christmas movie. I'm going against you. Okay. Right. Okay, answers, please. Scores on the doors, lovely producers. That come on. It's <laughs> porn. That must have been porn. It wasn't quality acting. So this is a very bang bus Christmas. Um, some guys pick up a girl and she is meeting Santa in a bus. He has a present waiting for her. It's his dick in a box. Oh, wait, was that Santa? Yeah. That was Santa. Would you like to hear it again? Yes, please. Let's uh, keep it classy. <laughs> I'm just picturing the whole scene and I'm like having yeah. the time of my life, I swear. I That's have very just... vivid imagery in my head right, right now. Right, yeah. That's ruined like all my childhood memories. It's okay, I didn't really like Santa before anyway. <laughs> uh, so right. that is um, Michelle, two points to you. Yes. And Andrea and I are each on one. Disclaimer, I'm very competitive uh, and I'm very happy I'm winning <laughs> <laughs> right, our next one is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the, either the saddest Christmas movie right? I have ever heard. Or some. Or like a Christmas orgy or something. Yeah. No, but that could so be like a Vince Vaughn or Will Ferrell, like trying to be like funny. True. 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 Let's hear it again. Let's mm. hear it again. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. But then the laugh is very exactly. like. Exactly. Mm, I was it, deceived by the laugh. I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel sad. It just, <laughs> it just, it, it hurts me a little to hear. You know, you're supposed to say ho, ho, ho with so much jolliness. <laughs> I mean, is that said with sadness or is it said I think with taking the piss. Oh, like yeah. a sleazy yeah. or taking the yeah. piss. Let's have it one more time. Oh, oh, oh. Like, is that a come on? It's, oh, like, it's like Joey Tribbiani oh, saying, like, you. ho, ho, ho. I'm going to say Christmas movie. Yeah. I think I'm going to oh. say Christmas movie as well. I'm going to say porn because the laugh. Okay. Okay. So answers, please. Lovely, lovely producer. Yes! No! Michelle! 
Wow, it is fun. Colin, we're terrible. I know. Three stunning. I practiced earlier. This is three stunning, sexy BFFs share Santa's cock in a Christmas. So it was a Christmas orgy. Yeah. orgy. There's there's a there's a bigger description, but I don't think we need any more than that. It's it's three people sharing Santa's dick. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you are in the lead. There's three points to you, Oops. one each to Andrea and I. Um, we can win this back, Andrea. Yes, no, we can. can. Should we, we team can. up against her? Yes, yeah, yes, fuck her. yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. She's <laughs> too good. She's too good. All right, our next one is. Come on, baby. Come here. No, that has to be Christmas. That, that cannot has to be, be porn. Yeah, that, that has, has to be, be Christmas. Christmas. It's just too easy to be porn. If she agrees with us, she can't lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, I'm already, like, right? I'm competitive. I know <laughs> how this works by now. <laughs> I wish we were all a team. That would be more in the spirit of Christmas. No, no, that is not Christmas. Christmas Day is like Monopoly and hating everyone and throwing the Monopoly board up. So fact. No. That, that, fact. That's, 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 that's a fact. fact. <laughs> uh, so are we all saying this is a Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Let's have it one more time. Come on, baby. Come here. Yeah, it can't be porn. That would be too obvious. Yeah. I would say it's like a Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're saying Christmas movie. Final answer. It is not porn. This is from Bad Santa. Uh, Who's Bad, Bad Santa? Bad Santa has Cameron Diaz, isn't it? Is it? It's can we, uh, uh, Oh, Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Oh, they're the same person. <laughs> I'm being told it's the person who plays Lorelai in Gilmore um, Girls. I don't know who that is. No, me neither. <laughs> moving, moving on. Well, you've fabulous won. actress. You've won, Michelle. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but let's do the last one anyway, because Christmas fun and all that. Oh, yes! Wow. Mm. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to... Mm. Oh, yes! I'm seeing some kind of weird porn. I, I don't even know what I just heard. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> That's how I feel usually after I watch porn. So. Oh, yes! Like, yeah, she's like, wow, yeah. But See, like, now I have echo? all the pressure because I've got every single one right. I Ooh. need to get the last one right. Tables of turn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's competition with myself because you guys. <laughs> when you were last on, Michelle, did, you yeah. win, did we win the game? Did we work together? I, I think we worked together. And did we win? Yeah, yeah, I think we won. Okay, good. I Andreas, just assumed did, that I did won. you win when you were when we played this? Well, we did a drag race one, did it? Yeah, so, yeah, so I think, yeah, you I did. Think, you I nailed think it. Okay. Definitely good. did. Good, good. good. <laughs> All right, let's have it one more time. Oh yes. Ooh, I'm not sure. I'm I mean, gonna say if porn. It's porn is wild. I'm gonna say porn because of the audio quality. Yes, I think that's a smart move. Yeah. Right. Okay, we're saying porn. We're saying porn. I really hope you get five out of five, Michelle. Thanks. Oh, it no! Is no! no! I've Whoa. seen... Wait, I haven't used this sound effect in so long. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it was from Meet the Fuckers. This is Greg's mum, Roz, is teaching a sex therapy class. That's not a Christmas movie, Meet the Fuckers, is it? Isn't it? Fair is it Christmas? I feel like it's not a Christmas movie. I've definitely watched that movie, though. I can't say I remember that. Oh, they're, they're home for Christmas. Okay, f f f fair enough. Um, um, Michelle, you still won that game. Yeah. You, you destroyed Andrea <laughs> yeah. and I, and, that, and that's what matters. So congratulations. You win the prize that doesn't exist. You win Amazing. glory. Glory. The pride is good. <laughs> glory. <laughs> All right, I'm kicking you both out of the studio. I'm sick of, I'm sick of looking at you. We're going to get you back to say goodbye at the end of the show. Um, but we're going to have a little bit of music. This is Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet.
They, Michelle and Andrea refused to leave the studio, tried so. to kick them out and they, and they wouldn't go. So, so they're still here and we have got Jamie and Alexis back. Hi guys. Hey, hey. Missed you. Oh, missed you so much. Uh, it's been so long. We're going to do some sex confessions now um, and I reckon we can probably read one each. Um, it, this might be tricky. I don't know if you can see over there, Alexis. Maybe no. you can come in. Do you want to no. come over here oh, and read we'll, we'll get, one? You can, you can use my microphone. I'm, I'm that generous. <laughs> um, Alexis, this one is for you. Oh, okay. babes. Hi, Callum. Last week was my, world's Christmas, was my work's Christmas party, and after a night of heavy drinking, I stupidly slept with my colleague in the bathroom. I think one of my colleagues may have heard as whispers have started to circulate the office. Uh-oh. <laughs> Scandal. I, I, I feel like it's one of those things. Like I, I've had sex with a colleague before. I feel like it's always a bad idea. It never ends well. Never ends Fact. well. Facts. Oh, <laughs> Facts. As a freelancer, I always have sex with colleagues. Uh, oh no, I, I've, I've done something wrong. What's happening? I've broken all my microphones. <laughs> the producer is coming to save me <laughs> as she speaks. What have I done wrong, Abs? What? What? Uh oh. Hooray. Ah, okay. I fixed it. Don't know what I'm doing. Don't know why, <laughs> don't know why they let me work here, honestly. Um, yeah, what were we saying? Having sex with colleagues. I feel like embrace the rumours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't what, have any other choice. What does embracing the rumour look like? Exactly. Standing on the table and announcing that. <laughs> <laughs> In a sort of like Easy A style protest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, depends. Is this technically a sackable offence at their work? Do they have like an office liaison policy? <laughs> is, that, is, is that a thing? Like, yeah, can you be fired? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 that's like yeah. financial industry jobs where it's like, mm, yeah. you can't mm. sleep with the boss. Uh, yeah. I think I, most importantly, just I go home. <laughs> just go home. Just, just go yeah. in the bathroom. Just go home and do it. Then nobody will know. That, that's true. I, uh, yeah, I think that's good you advice know. over there. Um, all right, let's do another one. Um, Michelle, would you like to read the next one? I recently got into a relationship with a boy I've liked for ages, but he said he doesn't want to sleep together yet. While I respect his decision, I can't help but feel put off by this, as sex is a big part of a relationship for me. Ooh. This person is living an experience that I had a few years ago. It, it turned out that my ex was actually asexual. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, That's so, interesting. Yeah, so like, just under three years together, guess how many times we had sex? Zero? Zero, yeah. Oh, wow. And I only discovered this, like, into the relationship, because at first they're like, oh, I don't have sex outside our relationship. At first I was like, oh, that's cute. Mm. Like, a bit 1940s, but cute. <laughs> um, and then they just turned out into, like, no sex ever. So there's a lot of, like, sad cry-wanking in the shower. Um, <laughs> so I am not judging that this person's boy for not putting out up front, mm. but sex is an incredibly important part of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And especially up front, where that's a bit where you really want to tear each other's clothes off. Well, I feel like, I feel like you just need to have a conversation about exactly. it. Because it could be the case again. Exactly. They could be yeah. asexual. Yeah. Exactly. And, there is, and obviously there's nothing wrong with asexuality. But you've got to just make sure you're on the same page. So you need to have that conversation. And yeah. I have two friends who are no sex before marriage for religious reasons. One's yeah. a guy and one's a girl and two separate relationships. Um, and both have had experiences where they'll be like three dates in or five dates in. They'll finally tell them and then the person will ghost or disappear. Mm. And I It's tricky. No, yeah. yeah. Mm. And you also, because like they're your friend, you're kind of like, oh, I feel bad. But at the same time, I need sex part of my relationship. So... 
yeah. yeah but I also feel like you can take time with it because like if it's like a hookup like I, I don't mind but if it's somebody I like I'm not saying that there is like a no sex rule but I'll wait for it oh yeah because yeah. you know mm. what I mean like it, I wanted to make it like meaningful and not just like sex because the thing is if like we just met we like each other you go home we have sex I tend to lose interest like it's a quite a natural mm. thing for me I tend to lose interest because like I've known everything about you what's more I don't know there. I I don't know because I think you can have so many different types of sex yeah true and I have like so my first boyfriend who I was with for five years like we had sex really early on and we met in a club and that I was with him for five years so that didn't change anything anything but I think it's about the type of sex that you yeah. have you can have like yeah, yeah. type Spice of sex but, well more kind of like you don't just eat one thing. Sometimes you have a little snack. Sometimes mm. you have a three-course meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. All the like, snacks that you want, honey. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I like that. Midnight snacks. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Got snacks in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> snacks in a church, you know. Come no on. having <laughs> snacks on the tube, though, because that is, a, that is a, an offense. That's naughty, word. naughty. <laughs> Of course it is. No! <laughs> They're not actually eating. No, I mean, like, no, but if it's an empty carriage, how would Okay, so know? technically, go, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm in so te- Okay, so on that one, if there is nobody else around, you're fine. Um, oh. it, so cruising in the UK, which is having sex out in public. I'm asking for a friend. Oh, obviously, obviously. <laughs> and I'm obviously only talking from academic experience here. Of course. Um, <laughs> Having sex outside is not illegal in the UK. Ah, Having, um, thank God. Unless there are members of the public or particularly young people around who could be offended and it could cause moral outrage. Oh. Yes. Interesting. So that is Man it. of the law. And that, so <laughs> I, I did study law. Um, and that, so that's why cottaging, which is having sex in a toilet, is illegal because children can walk in there. Just not in a expect- gay club, though. Or a locked toilet. No, no, like, so if, you, so if, it's, if it's in a, like, a public bathroom... <laughs> Yeah, but a child can't come in a gay club. So can I have sex in a gay club bathroom? Not that I have. Well, I mean, maybe that, I that's why. The, <laughs> it depends on if it's a sex on premises uh, location. Or yeah, not. but a child can't go into a straight club either. Yeah, I know, but I don't right. go into those places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The straight what? clubs are boring. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go. Like, I don't yeah, recommend. This is the thing when people talk about, oh, we need safe spaces for LGBT people. Like, and I was like, yeah, we absolutely do because some people like don't, for want of a better phrase, pass. But also, I want to go, and I say that as like a passing straight, like passing for straight person. I don't want to go straight clubs because they're fucking boring. They are. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to go, and I'm straight. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, the worst thing that I've seen is like boyfriend and girlfriends. Like I went there once, and then there was like all the girls dancing and all the boyfriends standing there like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's the fun of that? Like, that is so boring. Yeah, yeah. But trust me, it's a lot worse when they get together and then they just have no boundaries. Okay, no. Uh, yeah. Yes, that, that <laughs> is true. That I don't on. mind people being straight as long as they do it in private. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I think we have time for one more. Um, Jamie, would you like to read this last one? If you can see, you can come share my mic if you want. Oh, go on then. Yeah, come on over. Go on then. Hi. <laughs> China. Me and my boyfriend are going to a Christmas-themed swingers party soon. Mood. Good we'll on report me. back. Ooh, now that sounds like a good time. Like, do you have to wear like reindeer antlers or like? Mm. Oh, you, you know those like comedy like Christmas pudding jock straps that you can oh, get. Oh no, they're horrendous. Those are so unsexy. <laughs> but I feel like I'd be the person who accidentally turns up in that, thinking it was a bit of a joke, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you guys are actually serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this, is, this is a real. This, thing. this is a real yeah. thing. <laughs> 
Um, I, I, that actually brings us to the end of the show. I wish I could have you guys here for like 10 more hours. Right. I, feel, I feel like we're just getting getting this party started. Let's lock the door, bar it. Let's um, leave. Back with that. <laughs> do it. Do it. Uh, you've all been amazing. We've had the amazing Michelle Elman. Did you say hi. yeah? Say yeah. Hi. Yeah. hi. 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 Hi is more appropriate than that. Hi. Was amazing. Yeah. And Andrea De Giovanni. Bye, everyone. J- Jamie Windust. Adios. Yeah. And Alexis Court. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh no, fuck it. Thank you to everyone who has listened this year. Thank you to all the guests we've had on the show. It's been so fun having the four of you here today. And to our lovely listeners, have a very, very Merry Christmas and that's where you say Happy New Year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yeah, right. we were like panic. What? Sorry, cue us in. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's try that again. Yeah, yeah, Come on, again. media training, guys. <laughs> yeah. Have a very Merry Christmas and a, a Happy New Year. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.